On today's episode, we're going to be t- uh, making our NFC conference predictions. Uh, this is Ethan Schaap and Matthew Schwab. All right, the first division we're going to look at is the NFC North. My order goes Bears, Packers, Vikings, Lions, and Schwab. I have the Bears and the Packers, the Lions, and then the Vikings. All right, so we want to both talk about the Bears and the Packers, and then we'll take turns for the uh, Lions and Vikings. All right. All right, do we start? So, for the Bears, I think that they're quite possibly the most well-rounded team in the entire league, and I expect nothing short of a division title from Chicago. Mitchell Trubitsky should progress even more over the course of the season, being surrounded by solid options around him. Their defense, led by Khalil Mack, is to be feared throughout the league. Yeah, the reason why I have the Bears uh, winning the division is because uh, last year they had the, uh, they were first in points allowed, only getting up 17.6 points a game. Uh, they were third in yards allowed, first in takeaways with 36, averaging 2.25 per game, and they were first in interceptions. Uh, this, the reason why the defense is so great is because they have Khalil Mack, um, who's in my opinion, the best defensive player in the league. Uh, Aaron Donald beat him out for defensive player of the year, but I take Cleo Mack. Uh, the remaining of their linebacker core is Danny Trevathan and Roquan Smith. Uh, Roquan Smith is a baller from Georgia, and I think he'll progress even better or even more next year. Uh, they also have Akeem Hicks on the D-line, who's just a, a giant monster of a run run plug. And their secondary is rounded out with Kyle, Kyle Fuller, Ha Clint Dix, who is older, and Eddie Jackson, who might be the best safety in the league, might be top three with Kevin Byard and um, Carl Thomas if he can stay healthy. Jamal Adams. Uh, on the Jets, yeah, he's good. Pro Bowler last year. Yeah. Uh, next up, I have the Packers, uh, led by Aaron Rodgers, who, in my opinion, is the most physically gifted quarterback to ever play the game. Um, I think he's on a mission this year. He's looking for a second ring before he retires. He's never had a team that's been built around him, and I don't think that's going to continue this year. He does have Devontae Adams. Um, his defense lost a few key pieces, and his offense his offense doesn't have much to support him other than Jimmy Graham and Devontae Adams, so I don't see them making even the wild card game. Uh, yeah, I think the Packers are completely reliant on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I don't really love their offense. Uh, I think Aaron Jones is a good running back. Uh, Devontae Adams and Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham was pretty disappointing last season, so I think he can do a little bit better this season. Devontae Adams, people say he's a top-tier receiver. I don't really see it. I think he's just – I think he's second-tier. I think he's a, I think he's a, he's a good receiver, but he's not great. Uh, I kind of disagree with you with the Packers' defense. I think the, de- the defense got way better. Uh, they had – they signed Zadarius Smith, who's a nice young pass rusher. They got Adrian Amos from the Bears, who sealed game one, week one against them with the pick. Uh, they also drafted Darnell Savage from Maryland. So I think their defense is a lot better. However, um, I think their offense holds them back, and that's why I have them not winning the division and missing out on the wild card spot. So I think that the Detroit Lions are a major dark horse team. They have a lot of great key pieces that – make their team as a whole very underrated. Darius Slay has been a lockdown corner for years, but he's only getting older. Same with Matt Stafford. Uh, He's been their quarterback for a decade, and he constantly puts up 3,500, 4,000 yards a season. Kerryon Johnson and Kenny Galladay are also incredible pieces of young talent. And if they, they all come together, I can potentially see a wild card. So do you have them making the playoff in your prediction or not? 
No. No. Okay. So I I think the Vikings are better, but the Lions they have uh, Kevin Galladay. That's probably my favorite player on the team. Uh, now that Golden Tate's gone, he'll be Matthew Stafford's number one receiver. They also have, like you said, Karen Johnson, who's a young stud at running back. But the problem with my team and Matthew Stafford, who I think is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the league. Uh, the problem with my oh, and they have Marvin Jones as well. So so he's getting older, but they still have him. My problem with this team is their defense. Uh, Darius Slay, he's getting he's getting older. He's twenty eight now. Uh, they also have Trey Flowers, and they did sign Mike Daniels, but I just don't think there's enough there to a beat up the Vikings or b definitely not they're not, they're not making the playoffs in my eyes. Uh, the reason why I like the Vikings so much is because uh, well, not not so much. I have them third in the division, but they have Stefan Diggs, who I think is elite. I love Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen. Two great receivers. They have Delvin Cook in the run game now. And they have Kyber Rudolph as tight end. Now, Delvin Cook's not amazing, but it's better than they had last year. Uh, the only problem with this team, and the reason why I have them in third and not making the playoffs, is Kirk Cousins. He was a major disappointment last year. I don't think he'll make that much of an improvement. And their defense is very good. They have Harrison Smith and Anthony Barr, and Mike Zimmer is a great defensive-minded coach. Yeah. I never liked Kirk Cousins, even when he was in Washington – when people would say that he's quickly becoming an elite quarterback. I never agree with them. I never saw anything special in Kirk Cousins. All he did was put up passing yards. He can never lead his team to wins. He can. Ne- he wasn't a winner. Um, All Kirk Cousins was able to do was he was strong enough, and I'll give him this, he was strong enough to stay healthy with that terrible Redskins O-line, and people, for that reason, thought he was good. He's not a winner. In my eyes, he's not a winner. Um, uh, they do have Stefan Diggs, who I think is one of the top receivers in the league. Very underrated. And Harrison Smith is still probably my favorite safety in the entire NFL. But you have them coming last. I, I have them coming last, just because Kirk Cousins cannot win them a game. The next division we're going to talk about is the NFC East. Uh, we actually have the same order for this one. We both have the Cowboys winning it, then the Eagles, then the Redskins, then the Giants. Uh, do you want to start with this one, Schwab? Yeah. So for the Dallas Cowboys, I have them as a team looking to make a deep playoff run this year, even possibly a trip to the Super Bowl. They have the big three of Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, and Amari Cooper on offense with a top-notch defense led by Ryzen Starlet and Van Der Esch, the league-leading tackler last season. And I expect the division title with most likely a conference championship. Yeah, the Cowboys are an extremely young and talented team. I'm very high on them. As Rob was saying, I expect them to go very far. They have the offensive triplets with Dak, Zeke, and Amari Cooper. Their wide receiver core, other than Cooper, is also very, very good. They have Randall Cobb, Michael Gallup making another year, getting another year better. And then they have the kind of the gadget player, speed guy, Tavon Austin. Uh, Jason Witten also came back. I'm not really super excited about Jason Witten coming back, but we'll see how he plays after a year of being out of the NFL. Uh, they have an outstanding O-line. Uh, Travis Frederick, Zach Martin, Connor Williams, Tyron Smith, my favorite one, and Layout Collins. Uh, their defense is extremely young. They just signed linebacker Jalen Smith and Demarcus Lawrence to long-term deals uh, in their linebacker core. They also have Sean Lee, their older veteran guy, and they're super young and leader of the defense, Leighton Vander Esch, uh, to finish their linebacker core. So I expect great things from this Cowboys team. So for the Eagles, 
I see it as as long as Carson Wentz can stay healthy, the Eagles are a dangerous team that could potentially be a dark horse to make some noise in the division. Nelson Aguilar should take the next step and, and establish himself as a top-notch pass catcher in the league. I expect the Eagles to at least make a wild-card appearance, but that all depends on whether or not Carson Wentz can play all 16 games this year. Uh, yeah, um, the Eagles are a very talented team. Some some people have them winning this division. Uh, they have a great line led by Lane Johnson. Uh, they have a ton of running backs. They have Corey Clement, Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders, and still Darren Sproles. Uh, like you said, the receivers, they have Nelson Aguilar. Uh, Deshaun Jackson came back. And their best weapon on offense is Zach Ertz. But it all comes down to if Carson Wentz can stay healthy, which you said before. That that's a mystery. Uh, on the defense, uh, defense all around is pretty good. Uh, Fletcher Cox and Ronald Darby are the two best players in my opinion. Um, but yeah, that team goes with Wentz or not. There's no magical Nick Foles to come in and save them anymore. So, so for the Redskins, Redskins are slowly falling apart. They're a team that has seen their star player Jordan Reed constantly leave each and every season early with injury. Currently, they're now making a change starting Dwayne Haskins at quarterback. I'm starting Case Keenum week one. Case Keenum. They named Case Keenum week one. He won't start the whole season, but yeah. he's week one starter. Case yeah. Keenum, Dwayne Haskins. I'm not the biggest fan of Dwayne Haskins. Um, watching him in the preseason, he didn't show really any promise. Uh, he made a lot of sloppy mistakes in his first start. He threw two interceptions, no touchdowns. Um so I, I think this season is really a hit or miss for them. If Jordan Reed can stay healthy and if Case Keenum plays the way that he played in Minnesota a few years ago, where he was lights out one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL, definitely not one of the best, I can see them being a little bit better this year. Um, for me, the Redskins are a team that just seem to be always plagued with injuries. Uh, you brought up Jordan Reed. Uh, he's actually going to miss week one due to an injury. Yeah. So we'll see when he comes back, how well he will actually be. Uh, Case Keenum is starting week one for them. Uh, I don't expect him to start the whole season. I just start. I expect Dwayne Haskins to come in eventually. I'd like to see how he does in the NFL. I wasn't really that high on him, but I'm excited to see how he does. Uh, the player that I'm most excited to see, though, is uh, Darius Geis. He's the running back from LSU they drafted two years ago. He got injured before the season started last year, so I'm excited to see his NFL career start. So... For the Giants, first of all, they need to figure out their quarterback situation. They Week one is for them is tomorrow, and nobody knows whether or not David Jones or Eli Manning is a starter. Eli, sorry. Personally, I think David Jones should be a starter for the entire season. Um, he showed a lot of promise in the preseason. He was more accurate than I've seen Eli he had an 85% uh, completion rate. Yeah. He was more pitching. accurate than Eli has been in the past 10 years. Well, he's had two Super Bowls in the last 10 years. Yeah, but past six years, Eli's been horrible. Um, Eli's been bad for the last three years. Uh, the Giants, the whole team is fake on Barkley, in my opinion. Uh, for the quarterback, um, they have, they're going to start Eli Manning. Daniel Jones will most likely come in eventually. Uh, for receivers, Sterling Shepard's on the team now. Golden Tate serving his suspension. He'll be back after week four. Um, I think Eli should start. Their O-line is terrible. Uh, you might as well have Eli stay in there and take the hits. Therefore, Daniel Jones doesn't have to. 
they're not they're not gonna win any games. So it's pretty much be all in Saquon, and I do believe he's the best running back in the league. So next up we have the NFC South. Uh, my order: I have the New Orleans Saints taking the division, followed by the Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers, and in last I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I have the same order as him. Yeah, for the Saints. This is one of the final seasons we're ever going to watch Drew Brees play at a high level, and possibly ever. He's looking for an elusive trip back to the big game. Uh, he's been quite possibly the most underrated player in NFL history for the past 10 years or so. Uh, I think this year he'll have another MVP caliber year, throwing 5,000-plus yards. And while I don't think they will make it to the Super Bowl, I think that Brees could potentially capture a second MVP. Him and Michael Thomas make an incredible duo. Uh, yeah, for the Saints, uh, Saints are a incredible team. Drew Brees is on his mission to get his second ring uh, before he hangs up his cleats. Uh, Michael Thomas is an amazing wide receiver. He has amazing hands. Thomas's catch percentage last year was 85%. They also have Kamara and Taysom Hill as their offensive weapons. Their defense has been getting better and better each year with uh, stars as Cameron Jordan and Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, improve every year next up for the Atlanta Falcons hopefully this is a rebound year uh, from the off year by Julio Jones and Matt Ryan last season especially now that the unit has been together for a good amount of time Julio Jones became the highest paid wide receiver of all time today yes yeah Um, chemistry there obviously being a unit since that one Super Bowl trip they may have the best chemistry across an entire team in the entire league. The team's success depends, however, on young star Grady Jarrett. Defense has always been a question mark for the Falcons, and I believe that if a guy like Grady Jarrett can get to the quarterback enough times, this defense and this whole team will follow and be dominant once again. Yeah, um, the Falcons, the reason why I have them coming second in the division is because they have so many offensive weapons to surround Matt Ryan with. He has Devontae Freeman, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Muhammad Sanu, Austin Hooper. Uh, I don't think Matt Ryan's an amazing quarterback, but with that many weapons, uh, I think you have to count them as factors. So, for the Carolina Panthers, Cam Newton remains one of the top signal colors when healthy, but I think that there is still a major question going into every season now for him. Assuming no major long-term injuries, I do think Cam Newton will return to an MVP caliber player. Now that they drafted a young prospect, DJ Moore out of Maryland, to help take some of the load off of Greg Olson and Christian McCaffrey, the offense looks amazing with Luke Kuechly leading a defense that I think makes Carolina a very solid team this season. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Cam. Uh, my big knock on Cam, I think it's everyone's big knock on Cam, is he can't stay healthy. Uh, I was really high on the Panthers this offseason, but seeing Cam Newton already have an injury in the preseason, uh, I cannot trust his health for the regular season. Uh, they have Christian McCaffrey on offense. Man is a beast. He led the team in rushing yards and receiving yards last year. They have DJ Moore. I think he'll make a step up from last year. They also have Greg Olson, and their defense is led by Luke Keekley and Eric Reed. So overall, the team is really good, but it all comes down to how effective and how healthy he can be. Yeah. And finally, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is yet again another rebuilding season for the Bucks. Mike Evans is their real only saving grace at this point. Uh, Jameis Winston has shown to be a very poor subpar quarterback. 
and most definitely not the future of the team like he was projected to be when he was drafted number one overall number one overall in front of Todd Gurley yeah uh, Levante Davis uh, Levante David leads an otherwise mediocre defensive unit that will never save this team so I think this is just another tanking year for Tampa Bay yeah um, this year for Tampa Bay this is Jameson Winston's last year I think to prove himself he has a perfect coach to do it they brought in Brazarians and he kind of has the weapons to do it too he has Mike Evans and OJ Howard so this is I think Jameson Winston's make or break year in Tampa Bay the next division we're going to do is the NFC West. Uh, I have the Seahawks, the Rams, the 49ers, and the Cardinals. I'm extremely high on the Seahawks. I was down on them last year, and Pete Carroll proved that his team wasn't rebuilding even after blowing up the Legion of Boom. I expect Russell Wilson, who got his money this offseason, to have an MVP caliber season. They are a run-heavy team with an extremely accurate and mobile quarterback. Uh, Chris Carson is a nice running back to fit into their high-demand offense. Wilson also has Tyler Lockett and rookie DK Metcalf. That has amazing upside for the passing game. Uh, the Seahawks defense is run by Bobby Wagner, and now with the addition of Jadeveon Clowney, uh, I'm looking for them to be top-notch once again. Uh, for my number one spot in the division, I actually had the Los Angeles Rams. Um, the only reason that I can see them placing second is because Jared Goff is just not not it for this team. He's not he's not as good as his stats project him to be. I see him as a slightly subpar to average level quarterback with receivers like Brandon Cooks around him. Todd Gurley hopefully returns to full health and dominates once again. And as always, Aaron Donald will lead a defense stacked with the likes of Marcus Peters and Dante Fell. Yeah, I have the Rams as second in this division, uh, mainly because I'm so high on the Seahawks and because Todd Gurley's knee. I don't know how bad Todd Gurley's knee will have an effect onto this upcoming season. Uh, I expect him, even if his knee is fine, not to be 100% like 100% of the time playing because of the fear that he won't be ready for the playoffs like he was this past season. Therefore, that leaves Jared Goff to run the offense with amazing receivers, though. He has Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and Tyden Ogletree. Uh, I just don't think that's enough to win the division. Their defense also is very, very good with Aaron Donald, Dante Fowler, and Clay Matthews. And the secondary has Aqib Tlaib, Marcus Peters, and old but still a serviceable safety in Eric Weddle. So, for my second spot in the division, I have Ethan's number one spot, the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Russell Wilson continues to write his resume for his induction into Canton, Ohio. This season, he looks to return Seattle to the glory years of the mid-2010s. Now, without number one target Doug Baldwin this year, this offense took a major hit, now having to rely on Tyler Lockett as the primary pass catcher. On defense, the Seahawks are slowly restoring the Legion of Boom with K.J. Wright and newly acquired Jadevian Clowney. And I predict a second-place division finish and possible wild-card berth from the Seahawks team. Yeah, and my third team is the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo is coming off his torn ACL and has looked rough in the preseason and practices coming up to the season. However, I do think he'll get past that and he'll have, an, he'll have a good year again. Uh, they have George Kittle, and I was kind of high on this team, but they lost Jeremy McKinnon. He's out for the season, so that destroys their running game. Uh, on their defense, 
They have Richard Sherman, but other than that, that's kind of it. And he's only getting older and slower as the season goes on. Well, for the 49ers, I do think that if Jimmy Garoppolo can stay healthy and connect with newly found star George Kittle, I can see the 49ers having a much better season this year than years prior. Defense is a little suspect with few notable names, although them being very large names such as Quan Alexander, rookie Nick Bosa, his brother obviously Joey Bosa, who's panned out very well in the NFL, um, and an aging Richard Sherman. The team itself is more of a hit or miss, and there's very little chemistry, and they can either do poorly or they can have a fairly average year. The 49ers as a whole is such a such a swing team because Jimmy Garoppolo has shown to be he can be top tier quarterback and just carry his team to like I think it was five straight wins when he got when he got traded there two years ago. Yeah. And then my last team in this division is the Cardinals. Nothing against Kyler Murray. Um, I'm actually really excited to see him and Cliff Kingsbury work on what 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 offense they come out playing. But there's just not enough team around him. They do have Larry Fitzgerald, Michael Crabtree. And the speedy tight end Charles Clay, but on defense they signed Terrell Suggs to go along with Chandler Jones and Patrick Peterson. But in this division, it's just not enough to get you anywhere. So for the Cardinals, I love Kyler Murray. I think he will be an outstanding player in the NFL with the with the way the league is relying on shorter dual threat quarterbacks as of late. But this may be the most injury prone team in the entire NFL. David Johnson is coming off a major injury that ended his season. Larry Fitzgerald is one of the oldest wideouts in the NFL, and Kyler Murray, while fitting the role of a small dual threat quarterback, is still undersized for that role. Nobody knows how well he can take those major hits as of now. The defense is still a major struggle point, but I hope the season plan for Arizona is to get an early pick on a defensive player just to make things more well-rounded. So my wild card teams are the Seattle Seahawks and the Atlanta Falcons. Out of those two teams, the team that I think will come out on top is going to be the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson always shows up in the playoffs. I think he's going to have an outstanding game. Yeah, my NFC playoff predictions, uh, I have the Bears winning their division, Saints winning their division, Cowboys, Seahawks. And then my two wildcard teams are the Rams and then the Eagles. I have the Falcons just missing the playoffs. reason why I have the Rams um, and the Eagles is the Rams. Well, we saw last year how far they can go with this team. They're deeply talented. And with the Eagles, if Carson Wentz stays healthy, they're a top-tier team. Um, Falcons, the reason why I kept them out is because uh, I don't fully trust their defense.